0: about love 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 we're talking about love 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 oh love welcome to the power of unity we're talking about love 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 we're talking about love 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 Oh love, welcome to the power of unity. God bless you. God bless you. You're on with Apostle Alfred Farrell on the power of unity. I am your host. Um, tonight I'm looking. I'm a little late, um, tell you the truth. I actually almost forgot about coming on today, but we're going to deal with part two of good is evil and evil is good. Last night we had a couple of people come on live and you can also find this live on our heart radio. You can also find this live on Spotify. There's a couple of more, but I need to make sure that I learn where they are. Um, You also can go email me at pharaohalfred12 at gmail.com. Again, it's faroalfred12 at gmail.com. F-A-R-R-O-W A-L-F-R-E-D 12 at gmail.com, F-A-R-R-O-W-A-L-F-R-E-D, one, two, at gmail.com. I'm still in the process of learning how to get the phone connected to the podcast, That way you'll be able to call in and let me know have your let me know your input on the topic that we're talking about. Listen, just to let you know, I love everyone. This show is really talking about good versus evil, but the part two, but tonight we're gonna really deal with judging. Because we have a whole lot of people love to say, you judging me, you judging me, you judging me, or People are loving to judge each other. So tonight we're going to deal with judging. And we're going to understand what judging really does and what is a, what is judging. And so we're going to go to two places tonight in the Bible. The first place we're going to go to is John. John chapter 7, verse 24. And I want you to hear this. John chapter 7, verse 24. It reads, judge not according to the appearance, but judge righteous judgment. Are you hearing this? Judge not according to appearance. So what is Jesus? Why is Jesus saying this? Many times we judge people off of what we see about them. or what we think we know, or what somebody has said about a certain individual. So Jesus said, "Judge not according to the um, judge according to appearance." There was a time in the Bible where Samuel had to go choose the next king for Israel because King Saul messed up. And when Samuel went down to Jesse's house, because God told him to go there, because the next king is at Jesse's house and and um, down in Benjamin. And so he goes down to Jesse's house. When he goes to Jesse's house, the Bible declares that as he's at Jesse's house, he sees the first son, Eliab, and Eliab comes by him. And when Eliab comes by him, he said, surely this is the king. Because how his look, look at his statue, look how He's good to look upon. Look at his shoulders. Look how strong he looked. So, surely this is the king. Because you have to understand at this time, they also had a lot of wars going on. They fought a lot. So, the king had to be someone that's able to fight and be one of the best fighters there was. So, he looked upon the outer side or the outer appearance of Eliab and said, Surely this is the king. And God said, No. God said, No. This ain't the king. So Jesse had all of his sons passing by. And they, and God still said no. So Samuel said, surely is all these your sons that have come by me this day? And the Bible the Bible declares that he said, no, that's not his son. No, I got one more. And his name is David. And he's out with the sheep. David was a shepherd. And the Bible says that David was scrawny; He was skinny. And and and, watch this. He was so skinny. So surely how skinny he is, there's nothing else he could do. And so you got to understand David was with sheep. And as David is with sheep, they put him somewhere that things could be as simple as all day go by because nothing should happen to the sheep because that's supposed to be an easy job. But David is with the sheep. And God said that I chose him. See, sometimes we look at people off of how they look and how they are, and then what we do when we get those when we judge the wrong when we came to a conclusion about a person, then nine times out of ten, the person that we meet or the person that we thought was somebody um, end up becoming the person we wish we'd have never met. Because of what we judge or what we look at off of that person. Now, watch this. So, because sometimes you can get a man that that you think that is tough. He got all the muscles in the world. But then he's as scary as all the days go by. And and so, God chose David. David was the one that was going to replace King Saul. But not because of the way he looked, but because of the bigness of David's heart. See, some of us choose people off of what they do or what they have. But we don't understand that you can look at a person off of what they have and still miss who they really are. So, so watch this. So Jesus says, judge not according to the to the appearance. Don't look at the appearance. Don't look at how a person looks. Don't look at how a person is acting the first time you meet them. Don't look at that. Don't look at, don't look at the outer side. Because sometimes what might look wrong to you might not, nine times out of ten, it might not always be wrong. Just because in your eyes you consider something wrong, it does not mean that it is. So you have to begin to understand, look deeper at the situation versus you automatically seeing the surface of a matter and then you judge whatever you see. What's this? Because sometimes, even though some quack like a duck, because, you know, you got people that impersonate things. And just because it quacks like a duck doesn't always mean it is a duck. You got people that actually that can that imitates people and imitate things. You got people that's called impersonators. So and they can impersonate animals. They can impersonate people. But that doesn't mean that they are the person. There's a guy that I found on TikTok and I think he's amazing. But he impersonates he impersonate Denzel Washington very well. And if you're not looking at him, you will think that there's Denzel Washington talking. And the more you look at him, the more you listen to him, you'll start thinking he looked like Denzel, but he doesn't look like Denzel Washington. But he impersonates his voice so well that you will think if you look at him on the outer surface and you're not paying attention to him no more, you look past him and you just listen to the appearance of the voice, you are always misinterpreted that it wasn't Denzel Washington. So watch this. They got something they said in, in in Las Vegas that you have a look-alike contest. And some people say that I look like Cuba Gun Jr. And if I go to um Las Vegas, I will win because I look just like Cuba Gun Jr. I don't think so, but everybody else says it. And so what happens is just because something looks like it doesn't mean that it is. I was in New York City on, on, um, on Tree Month. And me and my wife went into the check cashing place. And this lady began to get so excited because she thought I was Cuba Gooden Jr. And me and my wife was like, why is she getting so excited? I said, I know I'm not that popular. Yes, I've been on TV, but I I don't believe that I'm that popular. So the lady, when I got closer, she asked me, are you Cuba Gooden Jr.? I said, no. She said, well, you sure do look like him. So she got excited thinking she's about to meet a celebrity. And just because something looks like something does not mean that it is. Sometimes we can get connected with people and connected with things that has a familiar spirit or has a familiar identity, but it's not necessarily what it is. So we start judging. So just because something don't look right to you doesn't mean that it is. And tonight, I really want to talk about judging. Because some people judge so quickly. That they miss the point of understanding that when you judge, you're not really understanding the whole matter. Because sometimes you're judging, you don't see everything, so you're judging off what you hear. You're judging off a lawyer's speech. But you're not really judging because you get your own research. Some people only look bad at people or look down on other people. is because somebody is judging And somebody is making, coming to a conclusion because that's what judgment is about a certain situation that have come up. So now they're judging the matter and saying, this is what's happening. This is what's going on. And this is what it is. But nine times out of 10, that's not true. So you have to look closer and examine for yourself and make a decision for yourself. That's why I never ever, You can come tell me something about somebody and a person is so terrible and bad, but I won't ever believe you for this reason, because I got to get to know the person for myself. Just because you told me that this person is this way doesn't mean that that person is. So I'm not going to just jump on your every whim of word. okay? but I'm going to jump once I see it for myself. See, once I see a matter for myself, that's when I make the decision or the determination what I'm going to do with that person. But if I automatically reject a person, offer what you tell me that I become I, I become an unjust judge. Because so listen to the rest of this. He says, judge not according to the appearance, but judge righteous judge, which means there's a possibility that I can judge you. And right standing after i come to a conclusion of learning what I need to learn. You got something that's called gossipers as judges. Some people gossip and hear one side of a problem or one side of a story and automatically believe that the story they heard is true. And whenever you believe that the story you heard is true, you end up messing up. Watch this. How do you mess up? And why do you mess up? You mess up because, and you begin looking ignorant or as a fool when the situation arises even further because you have believed a lie. You have believed somebody that is a gossip. You believe somebody that automatically didn't like a person because of whatever reason they had. So they want everybody to be bitter towards this person because the way they feel. And if a person is bitter towards a person, it doesn't matter how you want to change it, they will never see the person that you see in a light of good because they have an idea or perceived notation that this person is already evil or this person is already bad. So they'll never change their perception, but they'll always try to counterproduct or change somebody's perception about someone. And see, let me share something. If you want me to change, offer of what somebody else said, then you need to go back to the drawing board and follow them because I'm not changing because you think I should because somebody said I'm not this way. I'm not here to make sure I please you. I'm going to love you, save and I'm going to live a right before you, but I'm also going to live a right when you don't see me. See, that's the thing. Most people don't understand that we know that we don't know what a person doing at home. You can know what a person's doing at home because what they do at home, they're going to do outside. If you watch a person life closely, you examine for yourself and you pay attention to them and you don't pay attention to the naysayers, you will find yourself listening. Watch this. You'll find yourself listening and learning for yourself. The best teacher and the best understanding is to listen to a person talk. Sometimes we talk too much. And we talk too much and we talk too fast and you don't get to see the person you need to see. You can't see it. Why? It's because you're talking too much and you're not listening. Because every one of us tell people who really, really are. Your heart is going to tell out on you. And what we don't do, we don't pay attention. And sometimes us not paying attention is because we're listening to people that's already prejudged us. And when they prejudged us, they said, "Hmm." I can't deal with that person. Let me tell you this testimony, and then I'm gonna read these other verses. We was in New York City, and me and my wife was in this um, parenting class. And this lady, I'm not gonna tell her name. She's a nice lady. She's wonderful. Um, um, she's married. I don't. I pray she's still married. But we was in this class, and she was the instructor. And she turns around, and because she heard. What everybody else said about me and my wife, she automatically believed it about us. So first, she was nasty towards us until I called her out on it. I said, you haven't even given me a chance or even tried anything I say. And she admitted, and everybody in the classroom agreed with me, but then she admitted that she believed what people said about us, but we was nothing of what they said. You see, sometimes you can judge too quickly of what you heard, and what you heard might not be true. Can I share some with you? Just because something goes out to social media, or just because something goes out, doesn't or goes out into the media, doesn't mean that's the whole truth. We actually, we actually getting bits of the truth of news media people. But when we want to know the actual truth, we need to go to the actual sources. Because sometimes we get in trouble. We get in trouble of trying to gain friends that don't have no power to change anything. And we want to change people. We want to connect with people that we think can get us somewhere. So we we reject the person that looks like they can't do nothing for us. And that's what we do, y'all. Um, Y'all on Instagram, don't mind my hat. I'm a Lakers fan. I love the Lakers, okay? So don't mind my hat. Don't judge me about my hat. My hat, it's because right now my head need to be cut and um, I don't like the way it looks. However, um, I love the Lakers. Anyway, watch this. We have to be careful of how we judge a matter or judge a situation. I want to take you to another place. Matthew chapter 7, um, beginning in verse 1. Now watch what Jesus says. Watch what Jesus says. Jesus says, judge not that ye be not judged. Y'all hear this? Jesus talking both places now. Because the righteous judge, really, your lifestyle will be a judgment for someone. If you've woken up right, your whole life will be a judgment. You don't ever have to correct anybody about anything. You don't have to act like you are better than anyone. You could just live right and some people be convicted of the way you live. I was in New York City again and I was at this church. And preachers used to tell me that I make them have to live right. And at first, that made me feel bad because I said, "God, what am I doing to try to? Am I making people feel bad? Because that's not my, that's not my goal to make anybody feel bad. I don't want you to feel bad. I want you to, I want you to understand that that's not my, that's not that. At the time, that definitely was not my, um, what I desired to do to anyone. So I said, "God, what am I doing?" And I felt sad about that, but. If I'm, if my lifestyle make you want to live right and I'm not saying nothing to you, then that's not on me. That's still that's a righteous judge because I'm living a right living. But just because I'm living a right living don't mean you try to make something up to find something about me or find or believe anything you hear. Because sometimes people will tell you something that makes no sense at all. Some people will tell you things just to destroy. What they, What is good about you, because the people that they used to be connected to is pulling away from them. Do you understand that some people will pull away from you just because somebody else told them to? Because they're good friends. And, and the person could have been so good to you and you pull away from them just because somebody else evil have pulled you away. Watch this. He said, judge not that you be not judged. Now let's look, let's let's look in depth about this 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 definition of judge. The definition of judge goes into try to condemn or punish, avenge, conclude, condemn, damn, decree, determine, esteem judge, go to sue at the law, ordain, call in question, sentence to think. Are y'all hearing this? He said to the judge, to determine. Which also means to come to a conclusion, you automatically come to that because of what you feel. And whenever you judge someone to put them in your category or put them in your work or put them in what you're doing, what you're saying is they're just as guilty as you are. So when I tell you evil is good and good is evil, I'm judging that and telling you everybody is guilty of something. So when you tell me that, what you're telling me is, is that as long as you are good, I'm still going to put you in my category or I'm going to put you in the category of people that do wrong. See, now you're judging and you have become an unrighteous judge because you're judging off of what somebody else did. And if somebody else did it, then you would do it too. That doesn't necessarily, this does not pan out. I remember when I was coming up, my cousin got on top of the roof. They, they, the grass was cut and they got the little sandwich bags and put um put weed in it like they're selling drugs, and I didn't do it. And my grandmother told me that I should have did it. And I got a whoop what I should have done. So I got grouped in with my cousins of what they did. And I didn't do anything wrong. I wasn't even involved. They didn't say I was, it's just that my grandma said, I should have did it too, and I didn't even do nothing. And what happened is, whenever you're in a place that you're being judged off of what you should have done, or you're just as evil as they are, that becomes a burden. You know what's so crazy? You got some people that are actually good people, and they end up doing bad things because all you do is keep putting it on them. Like, for instance, in the relationship, if a man or woman keep on singing, you cheating on me, you cheating on me, you cheating on me, you can push a person, you cast a judgment on them that of something that's not happening because you didn't pay attention to weight. I've seen a couple of TikToks. I've seen a couple of relationships the husband is planning something for the wife or the wife is planning something for the husband and she trying to she's trying to use it as a surprise and the man get upset about it or the woman get upset about it and now he cast he or she have cast judgment so fast that now what happens now what happens is that they reject no oh lord jesus they reject the person or make the person feel bad and then every time you turn around i don't want to do nothing for you then because now my surprise didn't go nowhere. Sometimes you can have people in your life that only look at the bad of your life. And when they only look at the bad of your life and you're trying to get better, it makes it harder. Because some people that you judge and say, um, 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 you're bad, you're this, you're that. And they're trying to change. And they're doing their best to walk out of whatever they was in. And you still rope them back in where they were. What's going to happen is you're going to be guilty of that person falling backwards. And you can't blame nobody else for that person fall but you because you did it to that person because of your judgment. I don't care if a person is changing. Our job is to help them keep pushing. If they mess up, we just tell them that ain't you. Because sometimes we, we judge. See, when you judge a righteous judge, you when a person is caught in the very act of adultery, you don't try to condemn them. You What you do, you try to redeem them that they don't go back there no more. There was a story in the Bible that Jesus, it was a woman that was caught in the very act of adultery. And according to their customs, at the, the custom at the time, that if the woman was caught, they also should have brought the man with him. But because they did two things, they tried to trap Jesus, but they also judged Rome. So Jesus said he without sin cast the first stone. Now, a lot of people take that. That means that everybody's singing. Now, that ain't why Jesus said. Jesus knew what they was trying to do to him. He judged the situation righteously, but he did not condemn the woman. He said, and then when they left, he said, Woman, where is thine accusers? See where they was wrong at a lot of people don't understand. Where they was wrong at is that they just brought the woman but didn't bring the man. And the custom was that the man and woman had to be stoned. But because they just brought the woman, they was out of line. So what happens is Jesus said, He without sin cast the first stone. So guess what? They all left. Because they knew at that moment they was actually being deceivers. And see, two wrongs don't make a right. So the righteous man in that place, when they was trying to find wrong or make wrong with Jesus, Jesus held his held his stance and remained holy. And when he remained holy, he said, where is thine accuser? And then he turns around and he asked the woman, he said, where is your where are the accuser? He said, I don't accuse you either. Go and sin no more. Listen, he didn't pay attention to the sin. He still told her don't sin, but he didn't pay attention to her wrongdoing. Some of us pay too much attention to the wrong of a person and never ever give a person a chance to get out. And lo and behold, don't let it be a pastor. Oh no, don't let it be a preacher. They just slip one time. And that preacher that slipped one time was so quick to cast them away. And when we cast them away, then we need somebody to forgive or understand us when we have fallen, you got to remember from which that has fallen. Because when you remember that you was in a fallen state or rebellion state, you had to be picked up. And when you had to be picked up, don't you think that somebody else deserves the same opportunity to be picked up? What's this? So he said, "Judge not, that ye be not judged, for with what judgment ye judge." You shall be judged. Some people that don't like being judged are some of the same people that judge others. You can't forgive nobody of what they've done. You got to always keep reliving because if I forgave you, whatever you do to me now is brand new. But if I keep judging you off of what you did all the time to me, then whatever you do to me is going to be what you kept doing years and years ago. So now what happens is that person will never ever be different in your eyesight because you don't see them that way. When you judge a person too quickly, you actually changes the identity or the character of that person. Watch y'all, listen to this. For with what judgment you judge, you shall be judged. And with what measure you meet, you shall be measured to you again. Do y'all hear what Jesus said? If you are judging, the same thing comes right back around to you. And man, people don't like when things come back to them because they want to be heard and seen as good. But they're doing this, but they're doing just as bad. Like, for instance, some people that cut people off while they're driving, some of the same people don't like it. Some people that love to eat up everybody's stuff but can't stand when somebody eat up their stuff. When that happens, I, I, I'm going to tell y'all something about me, what I do. <laughs> if somebody, um, and I'm, I'm in Arkansas as of right now, and if somebody gets behind me with their high beam, they love to drive with their high beams on here. I'm originally from New York, but I don't understand why they like to drive with their high beams on. And they'll get behind you and stay behind you, and the high, beam, high beams are blinding you of what's ahead of you and what's in your mirror. You can't see if somebody on the left of you if you're trying to get over or anything because the high beams are blinding you. So I intentionally slow down. Let the person get in front of me, And then I speed up and turn on my high beams let them see how they feel. Yes, I know that's wrong. But some people need to learn that you can't do do unto others as you want done unto you. Stop doing wrong when you don't want wrongly done to you. And you know, some of those people start speeding. They speed so fast to get away from their life. And I speed up sometimes until God speak to me and say, stop. Because what happens is you don't like something, but when it's done back to you, you're more upset at, upset than the person that did it. Stop trying to make yourself better when you're wrong. Get right, so you can be better. You don't have to be jealous of somebody else for what they're doing right. I don't I'm, my biggest pet peeve is when people say I preach better than people. Because I don't want to be better than nobody else that preach. I really don't. I don't want to be better than you. I don't want you better than me. I just want to do God's will because the ultimate goal is for us to save souls. It has nothing to do with me trying to be better and you being better than me. You gotta understand that. Watch this next verse though. Remember yesterday I was talking about the mold and the beam. In, and now watch, Jesus replies, and this is still Matthew 7, verse 3. He said, and why beholdest thou the molt that is in thy brother's eye, but consider not the beam that is in thy own eye. Hear what Jesus said? You were so much in Rome that you're so quick to judge somebody else. But what, why can't you see you first? Some of the worst people that judge everybody else is people that actually literally watch this got skeletons in their own closet you sitting there trying to cheat but then you go on and tell your co tell on your coke worker that you cheated and then down you get in down then when you get in trouble you try to drag, drag somebody else into it that that that's not right stop trying to put everybody in the same boat to kill him. Because some people don't deserve to be on the boat that you're on. And so don't try to make yourself feel good. And don't try to make the people you think you love feel good off of what you're doing. Watch what he says. 4 says, Or how wilt thou say to thy brother, let me pour out the mote out of thine eye, and behold, a beam is in thy own eye. Now watch what Jesus called. He said, thou hypocrite. Let me show you this. A hypocrite is somebody that's lukewarm. They're good for nothing but to spit them out. A lukewarm person is a person that can go into cold and go into hot anytime they feel like it. Because all they are, are sneaky. and snakes in the graves. And that's what we're dealing with. We're dealing with a whole lot of snake people. I don't have to tell you I'm a prophet for God to do what God gave me to come to pass. You're a prophet, be a prophet. But stop trying to make as if. You're the only one that's right. Because when you try to rope other people that's wrong and everybody else wrong because you're right, that makes you an evildoer. That makes you a hypocrite. Because you still judge the other prophets and don't know what God have done. I don't have to be an, on the on stage to prove that what God has given me has come to pass. We're quick to judge. Watch what he says. He said, Thy hypocrite, first cast out the beam out of thy own eye, and then shalt thou clearly, clearly, then shalt see clearly to cast out the mote out of thy brother's eye. You can't cast out anything if you are in the same boat but you're trying to judge everyone else that's right good is good evil is evil and the more evil you are that's the way you are but don't try to say that's the way i am because i desire to live holy i love living holy i love god i love everything about him i love serving him at home I love serving him at church. I love serving him in all that I do. For the Bible says, in all thy ways, acknowledge him, and he will direct your paths. It's an for where you go, he will direct you. God is so amazing that if we let him live in us, we'll do well. But because we are in a place, a rebellious state of mind, that everything we do, we just got to leave it alone. Leave the person alone, but the person that's evil can always speak against us. My job is not to hurt you where you are at. My job is to show you a better way because I had to come through the same way. Are you hearing that? Let's stop judging one another. Let us us learn how to move on to love. See, love doesn't work ill against his neighbor. We're going to talk about that tomorrow. Love does not work ill against his neighbor. You can't say you love me, but yet you judge me, and I'm I'm I have done nothing but be good to you, but yet you put me as an evil doer because of whatever reason you have. Well, y'all, I pray you all that's come onto Instagram later on and look at this video. I pray you do. I pray that you share this video. I pray that you let people know on your friend list that to come listen to me. And I pray on podcasts, I pray you all go to iHeartRadio, Spotify, and hear this word. Um, again, I am Apostle Alfred Farrow. I am, the, I am the establisher of Unity Ministries International Holiness Church. And also, I'm a presiding apostle. I'm an author. With my book out called The Struggles of Life, you can go on Amazon. You can go to Barnes & Noble website. And you can go get the book. Also, you can get it on um, audio. I mean, ebook. I'm sorry, ebook. It'll be coming to audio soon. You can get it on ebook for 9 dollars And if you want the hardback book, it's $12.95. I love you. God bless you. Have a blessed night. Until next time. We're talking about love, 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 love. We're talking about love, 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 love. Oh, love.